whenever you hear a debate in on the national level they always talk about immigrants immigration and all that but in a different perspective in australia immigrants are called migrants and if we look at the dictionary meaning of a migrant it is something similar to to easily explain people it's like migratory birds who are coming and going back and if we really follow australian media or australian debate we we hear someone so and so is second generation migrant how come some can be a second generation and a migrant i thought there's a big gap in politics and people are not represented at the moment that that moved me towards politics little bit bit by bit Before we begin, let's pay our respects and acknowledge the traditional owners of the land where we record this podcast today. We would also like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where our guest today is. We recognize the continuing connections to land, water, and communities of all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. We pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Hello and welcome to another episode of our unlimited podcast series in the spirit of spinning yarns. This is Deepthi Sachdeva. In today's episode, we'll be speaking to someone who much like myself is an immigrant in Australia. He came here in 2007, a father of two, an engineer, and someone who describes himself as a working class common man in Australian politics. Did I get that right, Navdeep? Welcome. Yes, thank you. Yes, absolutely. You're right. I'm not no one special. I'm just an ordinary guy. as everyone else around me working every day to pay my mortgage pay bills pay school fees and all those things so there is nothing special i'm doing at the moment navdeep tell us a little bit about your journey we've of course read around the many job redundancies your business your life your family and then your foray into the politics moved here we moved here around 2007 in january and as soon as any immigrant arrives here in australia the first thing is to find a job how to support the personally and to the partner and the whole family and all that so i was a little part of that and i started finding a job luckily i was not it was not too hard to find first job but as i was working through the world economy hit global financial crisis and uh, everything went down in the economy so people started losing jobs and businesses were not doing well so during that the job i was working in that was gone so that was my first job in gold coast and uh, after that i got another job in a similar field couple of months after that that business was also not doing well so i had to lose that job as well so after going through two events regularly i thought i should upgrade my skills should start study again so i started i joined griffith uni to do master of environmental engineering as i was going through the degree i was very passionate about environment because back from india i come from a farming family and we saw water table going down some practices which were not very sustainable they, they impacted the environment a lot so i was passionate about doing something towards environment given my skills and expertise mm-hmm. and experience all that whatever i had as i was through those subjects some of the subjects were pointing towards there is a big danger of unsustainable practices toxic waste all these things flowing around us and as soon as i hit end of the semester i was introduced to another policy side of the environment which was not in 
not doing anything practically and there was no action around it it was just polishing up whatever companies are doing and make it look bit clean no action on the ground so that actually made me mm-hmm. open my eyes about the society as a whole how, how business world is operating how companies are operating what are they doing how people are becoming redundant why jobs are moving offshore and all those things it that chapter was really an eye opening for me so mm-hmm. that made me a different man after that so rather going to another job i decided to do something by myself rather looking for another job and to be on on someone's payroll so i decided to do something what i could do by myself i didn't have big investment didn't have big support from back home so only thing i could do is i could sell my own skills so i could sell my labor basically i did have experience in automotive so never serviced a car back in india certainly i decided that i can start fixing cars because i knew what's inside the cars <laughs> the funny story <laughs> i had a printer sitting at my home i had printed some leaflets flyers and got an avian number and started fixing cars from next day and since then how amazing since <laughs> then i'm doing this now i have a proper workshop couple of guys yeah. work with me and we service so many cars and fix the proper full on so, business at the moment that's amazing how did that transition from fixing cars to wanting to fix australian politics happen once you start reflecting how come i am here what i am doing here how i am being seen are we acknowledged here or not all these questions come to your mind when you think what you studied where did you work mm. and uh, all these things I, i saw everyone around me as we know most of immigrants they go to setting up their own businesses sooner or later they it doesn't take very long for them to stop searching for jobs because a it is not very easy b they are not long lasting once they find it so so when i when i thought what's happening and whenever you hear a debate in on the national level they always talk about immigrants immigration and all that but in a different perspective they call hmm. in australia immigrants are called migrants and if we look at the dictionary meaning of a migrant it is something similar to to easily explain people it's like migratory birds who are coming and going back and if we really follow australian media or australian debate we we hear someone so and so is second generation migrant how come some can be a second generation and a migrant hmm. so these things they were not actually embedding in this so i found somehow not part of the society completely and after that as we parents grow older and all that these things happen in your life your kids grow older you think you should have your parents here so when it comes to inviting them to australia that's another hurdle either you pay 60000 per person or you wait 60 years even people are paying 60000 who have no other alternate they are still waiting for 6 to 7 years so i thought there's a big gap in politics and people are not represented at the moment that that moved me towards politics little bit bit by bit And another fact if you see in Australia it's the least densely populated nation one of the least densely if you look at the developed world we have the least population biggest per capita area and if you look at the household debt in australia that is the highest if you look at the house prices they are in comparison with new delhi and if you look at the profit margins of developers banks they are top class so somewhere something is missing and if we look at the public services in australia schools in queensland they are not fully funded they are not properly equipped with facilities if we look at the medical services hospital side government cannot afford to fully fund the health services they are making people redundant from health services they are reducing funding every time and recently there was a project came in springfield 
government is not even able to construct a building for hospital they are trying to rent it from someone else mm-hmm. so something is really is, is not happening correct because few people are money is getting accumulated in hands of few and most of the people they are debt ridden they are working every day to pay mortgage like me and most of us and uh, it's not the right way it is going and so someone has to stand up and do something so that's why i decided to join politics and do something and really what are your hopes dreams and aspirations for australian communities how do you with the work that you do will be able to make a difference and shift some of those things that you just spoke about first of all it's about debate talking to people as we are talking at the moment and, and the listeners may talk to other people mm-hmm. it is about the awareness sometimes people go through tough time they think they are the only one whenever we see everyone around us they are happy they are we see everyone is happy and we are the only one having pain it is a feeling of most of the people whoever i spoke to they are in the same boat mm-hmm. previously university education was free here or you could easily get a loan and you could pay that in the longer term later on slowly as you wish or once your income goes up but at this moment whoever is raising young kids first of all they are paying the highest mortgages by the time they'll finish their mortgages or they'll be close to finishing their mortgage they'll be paying uni fees of their kids and by the time they approach their retirement they'll be paying very expensive health services the way it is going the system is evolving so end of the day they won't have anything no idea what they are working for so it is a matter of debate at the moment so system is yeah. not doing well is not going in correct way so there are few people they are making too much money they get too many tax dis- concessions and discounts so they need to be a bit rationalization in that so someone developers they shouldn't be making that much money as much they are making now and people shouldn't be that much out of pocket they should have some sort of life and work balance so they can actually live their life not only pay the bills and i think a rich debate is a great starting point for everything where is your place in the australian political scene at the moment where do you see that going and are you proud of where you're coming from in that that do you feel like your viewpoint is bringing that sense of diversity in the discourse at the moment yeah absolutely it's, it's a hard and long work it's just like as we are spinning yarn and salt march mm-hmm. and all those things it's, it's it's a long battle it's not one day that we can fix everything in a single click but what, what i discovered after coming here most of the immigrants they were voting just to avoid the fine many of them they had no clue what is the difference between policies of different parties every now and then some politician will come they dress up as a community traditional dress give smile take photographs then bye bye there was nothing more than that so there was no debate about any family issues or any settlement issues or how people are going here after coming from overseas are they getting any support or do they need any sport do they need their family here there is no question about all of them so no one want to talk about all this whenever any established politician comes in australia to to any community gathering they'll praise the dress praise the food but they won't discuss anything more than that what i think i have achieved so far is i have sparked some sort of awareness in the community so people do discuss these things among themselves and uh, there's a growing awareness at the moment so people have started questioning things hopefully one day once everyone is aware we will talk to politicians about their duties what they should be doing just not the photographs and are you accepted how easy or hard has it been navdeep your journey what did you struggle with of course it's not easy for a common man like to just get up one day and decide that i'm going to be you know the champion for people and speak for them what what has been your struggle there are two ways to do this either i could be part of the the living as everyone else is doing one or two jobs and first buying the house paying mortgage then going to investment property pay for it again and all that this could be a normal story but what i was going through is i had to 
sacrifice my work time i have to sacrifice my family time and it is affected so i i can see i could be earning more money or i could be living more much involved family life i i am sacrificing those things but on the other side i do have a hope when people look completely different whenever they see me or when i go somewhere people do acknowledge things what i am doing at the moment they they have a hope which is the first and biggest acknowledgement what i get from people that's acknowledgement so it's been tough but it is not impossible yeah and and in that um do they do they see your heritage of value to bring that diversity of thought or diversity of approach if things were to shift yes absolutely sometimes ideas seem radical once you raise question mark on something that how these things are happening this way because normally whatever is happening around us is normalized we think it is normal we think if we are paying 700000 for a small 400 square meter house 40 kilometers out of brisbane and uh, we commute every day from there one hour drive back and forth if we do not think about it it is normal it's normalized but when someone raise a question about it why this is happening in this way what are we getting special for this and once you do all these things it takes a while but people do accept it and then debate sparks on the other side yeah and who are your um who are your cheerleaders or detractors what is always there, there are so many individuals they have spent their life to reform things we do not see them they are normally they are not they cannot be the prime minister of the country sometimes they are just running a small environmental group in your close vicinity in your nearby area you do not see them yesterday i was visiting uh, ipswich area that is not too far from brisbane around 40 to 50 km away there are few mine sites and uh, there old coal mine sites so basically there are big craters in the ground so now they are filling those craters with waste not only waste some toxic waste low quality radioactive waste all those toxic mix are going into that and i know two guys jim and mark both were campaigning against all this so they were trying to aware people people like them they are my heroes they're living life they are paying bills they are not getting paid but they're trying to raise awareness for the society they won't earn anything out of it they may not be elected to anything in their life but such people they they, they are an inspiration for me people doing every day some sort of social cause something other than earning day to day money just paying the bills they they are the heroes we we see them around us every day so we need to acknowledge them yeah yeah and 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 do you have do you have the support and the and the backing that you need navdeep to be able to sort of bring some of those aspirations to life do you yes. feel supported in your journey absolutely i do feel supported people are coming as we are walking this a big group is gathering the day i started i didn't know anyone didn't have any support but today fire request many people show up on that request and it's, it's a positive sign and bigger encouragement for, for me but the if we look at the the struggle we are going through it is up against big multinational corporations and big greedy banks and big systematic corruption 
even if i am elected by myself it is not achievable it is only achievable if people are aware of it and they are up against it it is not just just one person's job it is about awareness and people gathering against it then then they can get something otherwise it's not that easy you're listening to in the spirit of spinning yarns Navdeep, I'm just going to change tracks a little bit and talk about the fact that there's a huge immigrant pop- population here from India in Australia. And quite often there are issues that are happening in the very dynamic political scene in India or the, even the socio-political scene in India that often become matters of discourse here. Do you find yourself ever caught up in any of that? It is about understanding yourself, immigrant or a migrant. There are so many things happening in India and it's a one of the oldest civilization and it's more volatile than anywhere else in the on the planet we have the the biggest diversity so things will keep happening but i try to refrain myself rather because what i won't believe in is basically you should be participating in the issues where you are standing not remotely you cannot bring change with a remote control if i'm really touched by anything i'll rather go back and do something over there or if i do have really influential voice or something then i can request them to make something better there are things they move us every day but there are even bigger things happening here they are very happening very slowly but they will affect us much more than anything else yeah and sometimes we see a reflection of that in australian parliament for instance um, most recently you know senator mehroon farooqi raised india's kashmir issue in the australian parliament did you intervene then did you have anything to say on that i normally do not intervene on, on international matters personally but mm. it's a sad story people of kashmir they are suffering at the moment people in india and in pakistan both countries people do go through same level of poverty people do go through same level of lack of services and i cannot understand what benefit it will bring if kashmir goes to the either side politicians come they should be looking after their own populations rather fighting on a small piece of land there are so many other bigger issues in both countries to do to fix rather fighting on one particular issue rather distracting the complete nations if we see the concept of nationalism both in india and pakistan exists just because of the rivalry otherwise there is no concept of nationalism and real nationalism is to make your own nation better people getting better facilities people getting better schools people getting better health roads infrastructure all these things they should be the concern matter of competing with each other not a piece of land so once they get all that so things should be fixed after that there won't be any debate i i don't believe that anyone will be fighting over that area one of the other interesting issues that you brought up in the past is the whole english language standards for new migrants did you want to just touch upon that and talk because i feel like that that's something that a lot of us don't have a lot of visibility and knowledge on english is a communication skill it is not a benchmark for intelligence people those who don't speak english they can be doctors they can be engineers they can be doing so many things but the way english is tested here in australia it is demoralizing for many people if you are testing someone to a something 
non-transparent way and fail themselves in one subject and do this repeatedly eight or ten times people will lose their self-confidence this is exactly what happening here people do go through the university degree in australia they go to one of the top universities then they are told to appear and exam to get eight each bands in all four modules and sometimes computer is testing them voice can be different my voice is not recognized most of the times when i do go through voice commands over the phone it can be my personal voice but it, it is affecting the ability of people to go through through certain hurdles they cannot pass immigration hurdle or they are applying for a job in australia certain jobs they do ask for that examination again and it get expired after two years it's a funny thing if i passed grade 10 25 years ago and still have the metric certificate with me and it is always valid i'm not told to pass it every two years so why people are told to pass grade 10 or 12th level english every two years it is not going to expire if they have it if they have passed a master level exam in australian university either university is not doing it properly or something is wrong they should check the education system here in australia rather testing the people you're listening to in the spirit of spinning yarns now thank you for highlighting that issue navdeep i believe that the elections are on their way is there anything as a closing comment you'd like to leave our listeners with i request people to just check who is paying the candidates in your area who is donating them is it the people or the corporations because after winning people will represent who were supporting them so do not expect anything for free because nothing comes for free if you are not supporting your candidate if you are not supporting someone who is running for the people please do not expect anything from just in a goodwill so it is my message please check your candidate who paid your candidate and who will he represent as a member of greens we do not take any corporate donations we do stand up for people so that is my biggest message please do vote for us and talk to your friends about it thanks so much navdeep for joining in this conversation and all the best with everything that's to come your way this year thank you deepthi in the spirit of spinning yarns is now available on spotify apple podcast and google podcast do subscribe and stay tuned <laughs>